0: We all know there are times when you don't have many choices in who you work with, like when a pipe bursts and you need a plumber right now. But when it comes to your mental health, you should have choices so you don't get stuck with a therapist who can't remember what you tell them every week. To find a good therapist for you, try ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book hundreds of types of doctors, including thousands of mental health providers. We're talking about therapists, psychologists, and psychiatrists. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare hundreds of types of patient-reviewed, in-network doctors, including mental health providers, and instantly book appointments with them online. The typical wait time to see a mental health provider booked on ZocDoc is just four days. That's it. You can even score same-day appointments, either online or in person. I use this, and you should too. Go to ZocDoc.com stronger and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated therapist, psychiatrist, or psychologist today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash stronger. Zocdoc.com slash stronger. Welcome to Mentally Stronger, the show that will help you develop the mental strength you need to reach your greatest potential, no matter what life throws your way. I'm Amy Morin, psychotherapist, mental strength trainer, and an international best-selling author of five books on mental strength. You're listening to The Friday Fix. Every Friday, I share a mental strength strategy that can help fix the thoughts, feelings, and actions that can hold you back in life. If there's anything I've learned from my journey, it's that it only takes one bad habit to rob you of the mental strength you need to live your best life. And the fun part is, we record the show from a sailboat in the Florida Keys. Make sure to subscribe to us on your favorite platform so you can get mental strength tips delivered to you every single week. Now, let's dive into today's episode. Today, I'm talking about emotional exhaustion. I get so many messages from listeners and readers who tell me that they feel emotionally exhausted these days. But I bet most of you haven't told anyone else that you're feeling that way. And maybe you don't have the words to even explain how you're feeling. Maybe you don't have anyone who would care to listen. Or if you do have someone who'd listen, Maybe you know that they just try to cheer you up or convince you that things aren't so bad. If you feel emotionally exhausted, though, I want you to know you're not alone. A lot of people feel this way, but not many people talk about it. In fact, I ran an unofficial poll on my Instagram story and found that 89% of you are feeling emotionally exhausted right now. And there are lots of reasons why we get emotionally exhausted. Sometimes it's because a problem lingers on for way too long. If it's a long drawn out divorce, a custody battle, or an ongoing workplace issue, you'll probably get exhausted. It's tough to keep going to meetings and rehashing the same things, and it can be an emotional roller coaster. Or maybe you're just dealing with too many things at once. When you feel like you're being pulled in 25 different directions all at the same time, you're going to feel overwhelmed. Or maybe you're exhausted because you're struggling to deal with other people. Maybe you've set boundaries and then you have to decide how do you respond because people aren't respecting those boundaries. That takes tons of mental energy. You might also be dealing with someone who needs a lot of support right now. And perhaps you have to make some tough decisions that are going to affect other people. Or maybe you're just exhausted from life in general. Raising kids, going to work, managing your household, trying to be a good person, dealing with finances, managing your health, the list could go on and on. But the truth is life is just exhausting sometimes. And if you're trying to change a habit, you're trying to make your life better, trying not to make a giant mistake, trying to deal with your past, the list goes on and on, but you get the picture. Ultimately, the telltale sign that you're emotionally exhausted is when your feelings go from being really intense to feeling just sort of numb. I'll give you an example from my therapy office. I was working with this woman who had a child who had some special needs. And she constantly had to advocate for him at school. She was constantly trying to go to meetings to get the administrators and the teachers to work with her son. But then around the same time, her father was placed in an Alzheimer's care unit. And every time she visited him, she would just come back and she'd say, I'm so upset. Like one time he didn't have his glasses on and she knew he couldn't see. Or another time it was noon and the staff hadn't even helped him get out of bed yet. So whenever she visited, she would try to talk to the staff about her concerns. But she didn't feel like she was getting anywhere. And she said that between advocating for her son and for her father, she just felt like she was spinning her wheels. She knew that she was going to keep trying, but... At the same time, she felt kind of hopeless. When she first started working with the school staff or with the staff at the Alzheimer's unit, she said that she felt really anxious and kind of angry, but that gave her energy. Then when things didn't change, she started to feel kind of numb. And she said she didn't have the energy to make all the calls anymore. She didn't have the energy to keep trying to talk about all these issues. That's what often happens when we start to grow emotionally exhausted. You might feel anxious but motivated about something. Or you might feel angry and courageous. But you can't sustain those intense feelings forever. And then you start to get tired. When you get tired, you might grow a bit numb to everything. But you can't just shut off the uncomfortable feelings. In fact, when you try to do that or when it just happens, you're going to shut off all of your emotions. You'll be numb to happiness and excitement and contentment and all of those things that we actually want to feel and then when you do things that are supposed to be enjoyable you probably just feel like you're going through the motions you'll be there physically but not emotionally that can lead to you doing even more mind-numbing activities you might just sit and stare at the tv or spend a lot of time scrolling through social media but no matter the reason that you feel emotionally exhausted what can you do about it Do you want to get high-quality meat delivered straight to your house? Or in my case, a sailboat? Try ButcherBox. It saves me time and money. And if you order right now, Mentally Stronger listeners can get steak, chicken, or salmon free in every single order for an entire year. I love that ButcherBox offers grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, and wild-caught seafood. There are no antibiotics or added hormones. They even offer vegetarian options. ButcherBox lets you decide how often you want deliveries and you can pick a curated plan or you could completely customize your box. Sign up at butcherbox.com stronger and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer, plus an additional $20 off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com stronger and use code STRONGER to choose your free-for-a-year offer, plus get $20 off your first order. Here are three proven strategies that will help you combat emotional exhaustion. Number one, take action. Emotional exhaustion is a sign that you need to do something, but you're not going to feel like you have the energy to do it. Take a minute and take an inventory of the things that are the biggest drain on your emotional energy. Is there just one person who's draining you? Are there a long list of issues, like your financial situation and your job? Once you have that inventory, ask yourself, do you need to solve the problem or do you need to address how you feel about the problem? Sometimes the reason that we feel drained is because we put our energy in the wrong place. If you're trying to fix a problem that can't be fixed, you're going to feel like you're running into a wall all day and you get exhausted. I know it's hard, though, and when you're exhausted, your brain will convince you that you can't tackle a pile of bills, or it will tell you that making a phone call is just too much work, or that you shouldn't bother asking someone for help because they're just going to say no anyway. Avoidance, though, makes emotional exhaustion worse. Our problems don't just go away, they just keep piling up. And when you know that there's a whole pile of problems waiting for you, you get even more emotionally exhausted. But it's really the key to breaking out of that pattern. When you find yourself thinking that you can't do something or that there's no sense in trying or that it's not gonna work, take a deep breath and remind yourself that you've done tough things before and you can do this too. Then go do something. Whether you make a call that you've been putting off or you tackle a pile of dishes in the sink, Getting something done will reduce your exhaustion. Now, what do you do when it's a problem that you can't solve? You can't change someone else's behavior and you can't fix things like the economy. Well, this is when it's important to solve how you feel about the problem because there's always something you can do. Here's another example. I worked with a woman in my therapy office who was in a long-term relationship with a man who had diabetes and he was terrible at managing his blood sugar. So she tried to take on a lot of responsibility for what he was eating. She would always remind him to check his blood sugar, but he didn't want her help. In fact, he was actively working against her most of the time. He would stop at a gas station and buy foods he wasn't supposed to eat, and then she'd find the wrappers in the car. She was trying to manage her anxiety about his blood sugar by trying to control his behavior, and it clearly didn't work. So her goal in treatment was to learn how to change the goal. Instead of trying to control the problem, she could learn to manage how she felt about the problem. Most of the time she felt sad and she was anxious and she felt frustrated. But when she stopped investing all of that energy into controlling her boyfriend's behavior, she was able to invest it into herself. She started to focus on her own healthy eating and she used her time to exercise, read books and spend time with friends. That's how she cured her emotional exhaustion, by changing what she focused on. But we all do this sometimes, like we try to solve problems that we can't solve. So when you catch yourself doing it, just shift your energy to focusing on how to solve how you feel about the problem. Number two, make time to charge your batteries. Now, I know when you're emotionally exhausted, the typical take care of yourself advice doesn't really work. Taking a 30-minute bubble bath doesn't erase three months of sheer exhaustion. Of course, you should take care of yourself. It's important to eat healthy, get plenty of sleep if you can, get exercise, and do whatever you do to normally take care of yourself. All of those things help, but I'm going to guess there's a chance you're already doing some of those things and you still feel exhausted. And hearing that you should just take better care of yourself reinforces the idea that there's something wrong with you. And that might exhaust you even more. But I want you to take another inventory. This time, take an inventory of your self-care practices in general. Are you setting enough time aside every day to take care of yourself? How about every week? I'm going to guess the answer might be no. And when you do have a little free time, what do you do with it? When you're exhausted, you might not feel like doing anything. And it takes energy to go somewhere or to spend time doing something fun with your loved ones. But that's the exact remedy for emotional exhaustion. The more that your brain tries to tell you you don't have 20 minutes to read a book or two hours to grab lunch with a friend, the more important it is to do it anyway. You'll likely find that by doing that, you'll have more energy to devote to everything else going on in your life. And number three, Do something that makes the world better. Exhaustion stems from that idea that we don't have control over anything or that we're hopeless or that we're helpless. And that if we do put in any effort, it's not going to do any good. We often focus on the things that we have no control over. The best way to regain some control and to remind yourself that you do, in fact, have the power to make the world better is to get out there and do something. It doesn't have to be huge. It doesn't have to cost any money and it doesn't even have to take up that much time. You could just show gratitude and appreciation towards someone or send a friend a long text message about why you appreciate them. Reach out to a stranger on social media and tell them that you appreciate their content. Pick some flowers from your garden and give it to your neighbor. Tell your coworker that they're doing a good job. Whatever it is, just make sure that you're putting kindness out into the world. And you never know what a kind gesture might turn into. Your little act of kindness can remind you that no matter how bad things are, there's always something that you can control. And you can contribute a little kindness to the world no matter how exhausted you feel. And I know it sounds counterintuitive. Like, I don't have any energy. How am I supposed to put out positive vibes into the world? But when you contribute something, even when you feel like you have nothing to give, it proves your brain wrong. We live our best life when we know that we do have control over something. So taking back your control, even if it's over something small, will remind you that there are things you can control, even in really tough circumstances. So if you're feeling emotionally exhausted right now, identify one step you can take today to either address a specific problem or make the world a little bit better. Then go do it. So those are three things that you can do to feel rejuvenated rather than emotionally exhausted right now. Take action, charge your batteries, and do something that makes the world a little bit better. You might not feel instantly better, but when you keep tackling life with that approach, over time, you'll start to feel a lot less emotionally exhausted. If you know someone who could benefit from hearing this message, share it with them. Simply sharing a link to this episode could help someone feel better and grow stronger. Do you want free access to my online course? It's called 10 Mental Strength Exercises That Will Help You Reach Your Greatest Potential. To get your free pass, all you have to do is leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Then send us a screenshot of your review. Our email address is podcast at amymorinlcsw.com. We'll reply with your all access pass to the course. Thank you for hanging out with me today and for listening to Mentally Stronger. And as always, a big thank you to my show's producer, who's thrilled that the Miami Heat won. What did they win? Eastern Conference. All right. Who's thrilled the Miami Heat won the Eastern Conference Championship, Nick Valentine.